lifepodcasts.fm. This is a word on AI, a three-part series to understand artificial intelligence. If you are listening to this, you realize you may have a problem. There is growing hype to say that any business that does not embrace AI may soon be in trouble and more hype to say that AI will steal jobs and ruin economies. You being a responsible person and probably somewhat alarmed, head over to your favorite search engine and begin typing Will Artificial, only to have both Google and Bing complete your query with lines like Will Artificial Intelligence take over the world, cause unemployment and take away jobs? As a business leader, you hardly want to tell your out-of-work kids that yes, you did see the stories, but there were so many great products being marketed to you and you did not want to be left behind. Nor do you want to be the company that once was the market leader, but is now just a memory because you did not trust the machines. I know I just used the kind of hyperbole that is all too common. The actual substance of artificial intelligence and machine learning is a complex mix of statistical models, computational algorithms, and challenging logic. We hope to provide something in between, beyond the hype and not quite in among the weeds. Something that will help explain the basic concepts and the specific terms to avoid the boardroom bingo, but also not require you to actually take a course. Ideally, it will prepare you should you wish to take a course. But first, I should introduce myself. My name is Colin Cullis. I present the radio insert on how business is being disrupted by new technologies. And for the last three years, I've been doing so, a central theme that enables much of the innovation and scale in business relies on AI and machine learning to some extent. But I, like you, am no expert. So let me introduce you to the Goldilocks equivalent of a perfect host. Alan Kent is the head of digital here at Prime Media Broadcasting. He sits in the same sort of meetings you do to listen to pictures from people trying to get you to invest in systems that have, as a justification for the price tag, buzzwords like smart algorithms, big data, and possibly blockchain thrown in for good measure. Alan not only picked his way through the jargon, but he has also signed up and completed the courses that allow him to both understand the theory and to apply it in ways that we have begun to start experimenting with at Prime Media Broadcasting. Thank you for taking time out of running the department and working your training models to help the rest of us. It's a pleasure. Uh, there are three episodes in the series, each focusing on an aspect of the subject. In this episode, we look at what AI and machine learning is, how it can and already is being used in business applications, and give an introduction to the types of AI that have been created. In the next episodes, we will look more closely at the types and the applications, and we will finish with how you can include it in your operations should there be a need. By way of introduction, I'm going to ask Alan five questions from the PwC 22nd Annual Global CEO Survey to determine how optimistic he is about AI. I invite you to answer along with us to get a baseline of whether you share the views that Alan does. Question one, do you agree that AI will become as smart as humans? Your options are agree, strongly agree, disagree, strongly disagree, or don't know? I'm going to strongly disagree with you. Question two. Do you agree AI will have a larger impact on the world than the internet revolution? Your options again, agree, strongly agree, disagree, strongly disagree, or don't know? This is a tough one. I kind of want to say I don't know, but I feel like I shouldn't be on the fence on this. I'm going to go with disagree. Question three. Do you agree AI is good for society? 
Options again, agree, strongly agree, disagree, strongly disagree or don't know? This is such a tough question. <laughs> again, I want to be on the fence on this because <laughs> it could go either way. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I agree. Okay. I'm going to be optimistic on this one. Question number four. Do you agree AI will eliminate human bias such as gender bias? Disagree to strongly disagree on this one. Let's go disagree. And question five. Do you agree AI will displace more jobs than it creates in the long run? Uh, no, I won't. So I disagree. Alan, your score was minus 40. If you chose strongly agree for everything, you would score plus 100. If you chose don't know for everything, the score would be zero. And if you opted strongly disagree for everything, it would be minus 100. So with your score of minus 40, it gives us some sense of your AI pessimism. Here's how you compare to the rest of those CEOs, Alan. The most optimistic CEOs were based in China with a score of 31. The global average was 11, and the least optimistic CEOs were from Russia with a score of 2. South Africa averaged 16, with the technology sector being 17 at the highest point, and forest paper and packaging and engineering and construction both being 7, which is the lowest. Among the findings from the report, PwC noted, and I quote, Organizations are struggling to translate a deluge of data into better decision-making. There is a shortage of skilled talent to clean, integrate, and extract value from big data and move beyond baby steps towards AI. You can read the rest of the insights from the PwC CEO survey. The link is included in the show notes for this episode. Next, we look at what AI is and what AI isn't. So let's address that and look at what AI and machine learning is how it can and is being used in business, and looking at what is referred to as single and multiple task AI and the most sophisticated one, artificial general intelligence. Okay, so I'm going to start off by just talking about what AI is and then specifically artificial general intelligence, which might start to contextualize my score of minus 40 when it comes to how optimistic I am about AI. So the kind of computer science description of AI is that it is a system that can interpret external data, it can learn from that data, and it can use the things that it has learned to achieve a goal or to perform a task. So in in layman's terms, effectively what we talk about is that we can mimic human thinking. It is a machine that can act or perform in a way that pretends to be a human being. So it can learn, it can problem solve, um, but it is it, that word mimic that I believe is incredibly important because Everything that we do in AI learns from what we tell it it can learn. So we give it the materials that it needs. We teach it. Um, Artificial general intelligence is the hype when I believe the the thing that we're not going to see in our lifetimes, which is where machines have taken on an intelligence of their own. So it's the Robocops of the world or the uh, Terminators, those kinds of, you know, Skynet is going to take over and the machines are going to take over the world. The, the AI that we see now is single task. It is a, a specific task. It is trained to do that, and it can do that incredibly well, and often far better than we can as humans. But it is certainly not able to think for itself. So if I use a like simple example, um, if I'm teaching a computer how to differentiate between a dog and a cat, I've got two pictures. I show you the computer the two pictures. It tells me that the first picture is a dog and the second picture is a cat. That is technically machine learning, as in we've taught a computer how to differentiate, and that is the thing that it can do. If we then show it a picture of something completely different, it doesn't know what that is because we haven't taught it. And more importantly, if we ask it to go and make me a cup of tea, 
it won't have any idea what to do. Whereas uh, the human mind is able to take learnings from one space or and understand how, based on what it's, it, it already knows, how to do a task it's never done before. A machine currently, the way that we that we see AI and machine learning is that if, if we haven't taught it how to do a task or haven't pointed it in the right direction to learn how to do that task, it's not going to be able to do that task. There have been some small advances in, in, in being able to transfer pieces of learning between, so if I understand how to, what a dog looks like, it's a lot easier to understand how, what a television looks like because the underlying stuff is, is, is similar. Um, but you can't move it into a completely different domain. And that's where the artificial general intelligence hype around Skynet and, you know, robots are going to take over the world is, is I believe, a pipe dream. Let's look at some potential examples maybe that you've used yourself. I also want to differentiate and bring in this, this term of machine learning that I, I mentioned earlier. But most of what we know and understand as AI, when you see articles about AI, is actually machine learning, which is, as you said in your introduction, statistics and maths. That's learning how to do something. Um, it is an algorithm. You point it at some data. It learns. You know, artificial intelligence in, in terms of a system that can mimic or appear to, to be a human. You know, you can go back in history to sort of like bots that people interacted with that appeared to be that, you know, people were confused as to whether it was a bot they were talking to or a human or expert systems that use a complicated system set of logic. You know, like if this, then I should do this. And there's a whole lot of rules and logic gates or that it goes through that. If you put data in the one side and the, what you get out on the other, it appears that there's been some thought behind it. And that all fits within the realm of AI. But one of the ways that we enable AI is through machine learning. And this is where we, we don't program the machine specifically. The computer is not programmed. It is given data and it learns from that data how to do the task we're asking it to do. And that's probably the majority of what you see when you hear about AI and read articles about AI, you're actually reading about machine learning. The kind of classic machine learning stuff that, that, we, that we do. So a practical example, you've got times, you've got data of sales over a three-year period from each day, and you want to know, you know how many sales am I going to have tomorrow? This is, if you've done any kind of maths or statistics, it would be called a regression problem. And it's effectively, we just draw a line through the data and we go like, well, what, how do we predict it to go into the future? That is a machine learning, a machine learning algorithm that you can use. Um, and those work incredibly well with small sets of data and relatively low computing power. The true big leaps that you're seeing these days and when people talk about speech text transcription and vision the, the stuff that where people you know image recognition driverless cars all those kinds of applications have been enabled by a new approach to machine learning which is called deep learning and deep learning requires huge amounts of data and masses of computing power in order to properly extract the, the algorithm out of it so that has has recently been catapulted through things like Moore's law and, you know, computational power that's available and the sheer amount of data that we have available through things like IoT devices and sensors that are logging everything in a manufacturing plant or the data we get out of the internet, Wikipedia, you know, comments on IMDB, all sorts of, you know, there's masses and masses of data that we can now mine through deep learning techniques in order to build more and interesting things.
What's the key differentiators to know when you say AI, when you say machine learning, when you say deep learning? <laughs> so I, I saw this on Twitter. If you're looking for investors, it's AI. And if you're looking to hire developers, it's machine learning. Most of what you see in AI these days is underpinned and enabled through machine learning. So you could think of AI as the output or the application, whereas machine learning is the, the thing that enables it. Effectively, you're looking at three kinds of machine learning, the kind of three areas of machine learning. And I'll, I'll give you some examples of each one. One is uh, called supervised mach machine learning. Then you've got unsupervised machine learning and then reinforcement learning. Um, the, I'll work backwards or let me just tackle reinforcement learning because we're not really going to go into much detail in it. But reinforcement learning is effectively um, you provide, you give the computer a task and then the outcome of the task has a reward-based system on, out of the end of it. So um, it does something, you tell it whether it was how well or poorly it did at that task, and then it learns from that and then goes, oh, well, I'll try something different because that was poor, or I'll keep doing that because that worked well. And a lot of sort of robotics, you know, they use reinforcement learning in, in this area. The Most of the work that we do is through in, in supervised and unsupervised learning. And supervised learning is, in, is where you have data, and that, table, that data is uh, what we call labeled. So in the case of the dogs and cats one, I have an image, and I have a label that says this is a dog, and I have an image of a cat, and a label that says this is a cat. And we provide the, the algorithm with all of the pictures of the dogs and cats, and we say, these are the dogs and cats, and you just learn how to differentiate. So that's where the learning part of machine learning comes in, is that we're not telling the computer what the difference is between a dog and a cat. We're showing it examples, and it's learning for itself how to do the differentiation. And then later on, we'll just give it another picture of a dog, and, it, and based on what it's learned from data it's seen previously, it can then make a prediction on whether it's a dog or a cat. And that's kind of supervised, where you've got existing data and you've got labels and sort of other examples of this would be spam detection where we're giving it a whole bunch of email and we say this is spam and not spam uh, sentiment analysis where we're providing um, text reviews and saying this is positive or negative and then you've got the unsupervised machine learning where we've got absolutely no labels but we've just got a bunch of data and here we give it to the computer and we say we want you to find the pattern so Typical examples of this would be clustering. So we've got a whole bunch of, uh, let's take it like reviews, and we say we want you to cluster this into two clusters, and it will create two clusters based on what it's learned from the data. It doesn't know what those clusters are, and it can't tell us, but it can show us examples from each cluster. In this episode, the main takeouts are that general AI is still a long way off, and that most AI work is done using machine learning. The principal business applications are supervised and unsupervised learning. Some applications may use reinforcement learning. In the next episode, we will explore what kinds of supervised and unsupervised learning methods are available and how they may best be used for business. Thanks for listening to this episode. It is part of a larger series of A Word On podcasts aimed at introducing and explaining a variety of subjects. We hope you find them useful. And if you do, please share them with others that they may benefit from them too. To subscribe, use the attached links or search for a word on AI on the podcast player you use. Livepodcasts.fm A word on AI, understanding artificial intelligence. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review it on your favorite podcast app. Livepodcasts.fm
FM.